This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Monday, the 6th of June. In your sport today, Rafa rules at Roland Garros. Cambosis goes down by decision. The Super Rugby semis are set. And a champion helps snap a streak. This is your sport today. There's only one place to start today, and that's in Paris, because overnight, the King of Clay, Rafael Nadal, won a record-extending 14th French Open and the 22nd major title of his career. He won in straight sets over Norwegian Kasper Ruud, whose idol was Rafa growing up, Gabs. Yeah, that can't have been easy, playing your idol, especially (laughs) for the first time ever. These guys did play a couple of practice sets together, but that was only when bragging rights were up for grabs. Fez, the stakes, they were just a little bit higher overnight. A little bit. And Rude was no match for the king of clay. Nadal, he's just too good at the moment. He won 6-3, 6-3, 6 love. And that was just a few days after he turned 36. So he's now the oldest men's champion at the French Open. His 14th title comes 17 years after his first as a 19 Ten-year-old. That was back in 2005. In fact, Fez, he's only lost three matches at Roland Garros in his career, but this win did not come easy despite the scoreline. Now, he has been battling a chronic foot injury and says that he needed to get a needle and that made his foot numb just so he could play. He said he got a pain-killing injection in the nerve in his foot, which made it go asleep for the entire match. Uh, He's now too clear of Roger Federer and Novak Djokovic for the most men's singles major titles. And he's a chance of a calendar grand slam. That's all four majors in the same year. But there are reports he'll miss Wimbledon to rest that foot. Uh, While he's got 14 French Open titles, women's world number one, Igor Sviantek, now has two gaps. Yeah, but you get the feeling that number is definitely going to grow over <laughs> yep. the years. So Shviantek, she beat American 18-year-old Coco Goff 6-1, 6-3 in Saturday's women's final for, as you said, her second French Open championship. Shviantek, she's been nearly unbeatable this year. In fact, she's only lost three times and the win on the weekend was her 35th consecutive one, which ties Venus Williams's record for the most wins in a row this century. Goff, she was looking to end the streak and also become the youngest major winner since Maria Sharapova back in 2004, but Shvantec was just too good. She said after the match that hopefully they get to play a few more finals against each other and hopefully Goff can get a win. Well, we won't have to wait too long for the next major. Wimbledon starts in three weeks' time. Back home on Aussie soil, one of the biggest bouts in Australian boxing history took place yesterday afternoon in Melbourne. Aussie George Kambosis Jr. lost to American Devin Haney by decision, but Gabs, this won't be the last time these two square off. No, and it's because of those two little words that we all love, rematch. And there is a clause in the contract, which does mean that Cambosis will get a chance for a bit of revenge later in the year. Now, Fez, there were more than 41,000 fans at Marvel Stadium to watch this fight between two unbeaten lightweight fighters. And this really was a fight for the purists with very few big hits landed. But it really was clear that Haney was landing more of his left jabs and the 
three judges. They all voted unanimously in his favor. This was a massive fight because it was for all four boxing belts, which makes Haney the undisputed lightweight champion of the world. Yeah, only eight men have held all four belts in the same weight division all at once. Uh, we don't know when the rematch will be, but we do know it'll be in Australia because that was part of the rematch clause. It could be a very special morning for a couple of Aussie golfers who are currently out on the course as we record this podcast. Uh, Cameron Smith is in the mix at the Memorial Tournament in Ohio. But Gabs, the big story is Minji Lee. Yeah, and I don't want to jinx her here, but she is looking really good to win her second major event. So, Lee, she started the final round at three shots clear, and that was after she fired a four under par round yesterday. That took her score to 13 under after three rounds, and that's actually a 54-hole record at the US Women's Open, which breaks the mark set by Julie Inkster back in 1999. Now, Lee did win the Evian Championship last year, but that was completely different. She was seven shots back going into the final round, but then stormed home to win that one in a playoff. If she wins today, she'll become the third Aussie to win the event. Yeah, and this is one you really want to win because the prize money of the US Open doubled this year. So the winner takes home about two and a half million Aussie dollars. And we don't want to jinx the Gabs, but she's birdied <laughs> the first two holes. She's oh. five under, leading by five as we record this. Uh, today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. Name the two Aussie winners of the Women's US Open Golf Major. Gabs, give us a clue. Well, the first one was back in the 80s, and then the second person did it in back-to-back years at the start of the new Millennium. Okay, find out the answer at the end of the show. To rugby news now, and the semi-finals are locked in for the Super Rugby Pacific season. Gabs, the Waratahs and the Reds both lost on the weekend, but the Brumbies, they won, so they'll be flying the Aussie flag in the semis. Yeah, and it wasn't easy either. They actually had to come from behind against the Hurricanes just to get to the final four. The Brumbies, they were down at 25-15 just after halftime, but they didn't let in another point all match. The turning point in this one was when Hurricanes and all-black star Geordie Barrett was forced to leave the game with concussion with about 20 minutes to go. The Brumbies, they then ran in two tries to win at 35-25, and that was their first finals win over a New Zealand team in in eight years. Yeah, and it doesn't get any easier for the Brumbies now. They now play the table-topping Blues, who lost only one match all year at Eden Park next Saturday night in Auckland. On Friday, it'll be the Crusaders against the Chiefs in Christchurch. We're headed to Europe now, where the party is just getting started in Wales. Uh, They qualified for the Men's FIFA World Cup with a 1-0 win over Ukraine this morning. Gabs, this has been a very long time coming. Uh, Yeah, try 64 years. (laughs) That's the last time Wales were in the World Cup at the 1958 tournament in Sweden. And that was actually the only time that they qualified, but that stat is now dead. They won 1-0 this morning after a Gareth Bale free kick actually resulted in an own goal when Ukrainian captain Andrei Yamalenko headed it into his own net. This really was a brutal loss for Ukraine. We all know what the country's been going through this year, and there was a reminder of that in their locker room where a flag from some of the soldiers on the front line was hanging up to inspire the players. 
Well, Wales are now in Group B along with England, Iran and the USA. There are two spots left in the World Cup at Qatar and one of those could be for the Socceroos. They need to beat the UAE on Wednesday morning and then Peru next week for that to happen. Our AFL fans will know all about Dale Daisy Thomas, who (laughs) played for both Collingwood and Carlton. He was a great player for both clubs, but he's now a legend in country Victoria. Gabs, the good folk in Neil must be building a statue (laughs) for him as we speak. Thomas, he hasn't played since 2019, but he came out of retirement and that was as part of the Carlton Draft Series, which sees eight former players help out local footy teams across Victoria. Thomas, he was sent to the Nil Tigers and Fez, they hadn't won a game for 1,029 days. We're talking all the way back in 2019, but that drought is over. They came from behind to beat the Southern Mallee Giants by 13 points, and Thomas was one of their best. Now, fair to say the locals loved it. Nil, which is about 375 k's northwest of Melbourne, has a population of around 2,000 people. Well, nearly 1,500 people <laughs> were at this game. I reckon there might have been a few Carlton drafts had that <laughs> night. Yeah, Mr. Dalliston will be hoping for something similar when 400-game veteran Sean Burgoyne and helps them out next week. Time for catch this the stuff that caught our eye on what's coming up. Gabs, some more NBA playoffs action today. Yeah, we've got game two in San Francisco where the Celtics lead the series 1-0. Warriors will be looking to bounce back at home today in game two. That one starts at about 10 a.m. and you can catch it on ESPN and KO. Gabs, we will be tuning in. Sorry to our bosses. Uh, as for today's <laughs> trivia question brought to you by the Sportsmate mobile apps, uh, name the two Aussies that have won the Women's US Open Golf Tournament. Gabs, you gave us the dates. Who are they? Yeah, well, Jan Stevenson, she was the first one to do it. That was in 1983. And then Kari Webb in back-to-back years, 2000 and 2001. Fingers crossed Minji Lee joins them today. Uh, That is us done for today. Gabs and I will be back with you tomorrow. Have a great day and we'll catch you then.